Hey, welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. I am your host. And I'm going to play a song that I think is appropriate for this day. It is a secular song, but I really, really like the lyrics. And I always play this song at the beginning of the live show, so it gives time, people time to come into the room. This is called Fight the Good Fight. It is by Triumph. And if you're listening to the replay, it is six minutes long. Fight the good fight, everyone. Friday the 13th.
on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to the Friday show of Right on Radio. The theme behind the show is always live right in the real world while I discuss the real world, both visible and invisible, and you decide how to live right in it. However, I'm going to start changing the tagline of the Friday show to you never know what I will really say because I don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, cheers to all of you sending love and <laughs> beer emojis. It is a Friday and the sun is shining and a beer would probably taste really good a little bit later on, especially after the week that we have had. Uh, you know what? And I, I didn't play. I've got some really interesting stuff to share with you. Uh, but just right before the broadcast, I decided to play that particular song. And uh, if you missed some of it, it is a secular song, but I want to read to you some of the lyrics and how appropriate I think it is for this day, Friday the 13th. As you know, we're going into the fall, and I'm going to talk about the 13th and stuff like that. Um, but days grew shorter and the nights are getting long. Feels like we're running out of time. Can you relate already? <laughs> Every day it seems much harder to tell right from wrong. You've got to read between the lines. Don't get discouraged. Don't be afraid. You can make it through another day. Make it worth the price we pay. The good book says... It's better to give than to receive. I do the best to do my part. Nothing in my pockets, and there's nothing up my sleeves. I keep my magic in my heart. Okay, so that's questionable. <laughs> but keep up your spirit. Keep up your faith. I am counting on you. You know what we've got to do. Fight the good fight every moment, every minute, every day. Fight the good fight every moment. It's your only way. Uh, he is the only way. That's my adding. All your life you've been waiting for your chance, where you'll fit into the plan. But you're the master of your own destiny, so give and take the best that you can. You think a little money will buy your soul some rest. You'd better think something else instead. You're so afraid of being honest with yourself, you've better look inside your head. Nothing is easy, and nothing good is free. But I can tell you where to start. Take a look inside your heart. There is an answer in your heart. Fight the good fight every moment, every minute, every day. Fight the good fight every moment. Make it worth the price we pay. Every moment of your lifetime, every minute, every day. Fight the good fight every moment. Make it worth the price we pay. Now that's a secular song. I would say make it worth the price that he paid for us. Did you catch last night's show? Did you see the segment on the synagogue of Satan? Have you been watching the mainstream news and seeing the propaganda machine? And it is Pharaoh's propaganda machine. Have you seen it in overdrive? You know, before I went to bed, I decided to turn on Fox News for a few minutes. And I watched the intro to Jesse Waters' show, who's in their number one slot right now. He has exposed himself as a Zionist. They all have exposed themselves as Zionists, or what they call Judeo-Christians. There is 
a, a Judeo-Christian, in my estimation, is someone who pretends to be a Christian, and they talk Christianese, but they have Satan in their hearts. I'm going to be doing a series that is going to expose the Judeo-Christian right. It's going to expose that in both politics and the individual people. I'm going to let you know about some secret societies that call themselves Christian. If you are Christian, why are you a member of a secret society? Who's in it? This is going to be very telling, folks. And if you caught the show last night, I told you you didn't get the show that I had planned because I've determined to make it into a series. But I'm going to tell you where it goes. And I believe I will be, this is theoretical. I'm going to say that. It's not prophetic. This is theoretical. But I believe all the signs are there, and they've been telling us for years. And everyone will applaud it, both left and right. Martial law is coming to you. Think I'm kidding? And you're going to be begging for it. Well, not you, but you know what I mean. The people will be begging for it. Remember, military is the only answer. It's the only way. <laughs> Funny how they say military is the way. When Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the light. It's a false light. I do believe that Donald Trump will be the one to usher in this martial law. And I'm going to prove to you these members of the secret right society, Judeo-Christians, have been telling us and planning this for many, many years. Of course, military or martial law will bring in order. But what is the saying that they all believe in? It's order out of chaos. So how will this chaos come about? Well, this series is going to depict it for you graphically with evidence to support my theoretical proposition to you. But what is happening today? Now, I named this particular episode Friday the 13th, The Rise and Demise. And truthfully, I was going to just name it Friday the 13th, The Rise and Demise of the Right. But I thought that might be confusing to some. But let me explain the rise and demise of the right. The pendulum is swinging. The left has been in control. The dark side has been in control for a long, long time. And we see it now swinging rapidly to the far right. The far right is not supposed to sustain because the goal is to bring all people together into one tent and that is love peace and safety 
May I remind you that Jesus did not come into this world to bring world peace, but rather to divide. Now, why would the God who created the universe and loves every single one of us who are his creation, why would he come to divide? Because there are only two types of people in this world. You are saved and written in the Lamb's Book of Life, or you are not. There are a lot of people who are not saved that are still destined to be saved, and we have a commission to go and work our tails off telling people about the saving grace of Jesus Christ and saving them by the blood of Jesus and not by our works, not by their works, so that they will not be in Hades. But Jesus came to divide because there are many and this is the point of this series, there are many that are calling themselves Christians but are not Christians. Just like we showed on last night's show, there are many that call themselves Jews but are not Jews. They are of the synagogue of Satan. Do you think that the ones in the one true way to God would not be infiltrated? We are the target. And today is Friday the 13th. This is the beginning of the high time of the occult. It starts today. And it happens to be a Friday, which for some reason that I don't want to get into because I don't want to concentrate on the esoteric world. I'd want to focus on Jesus. But in the esoteric, having a Friday added to the 13th is added power to them. Probably has something to do with the beginning of the Sabbath, which is holy and set apart. But the fact that it's the 13th, this happens every single year, and Halloween, which is the high day on their calendar, is the 31st. You know, these people are into numbers, and 13 is the inversion of 31. So today starts their kidnappings, rituals, and sacrifices in preparation to get as much power as possible for their evil doings. There is a lot of fear being perpetrated right now. Are we going into World War III? Will this happen? Will that happen? And fear is abundant. In the mainstream media, <coughs> in the alternative media, fear, fear, fear. In those that you've trusted who thought they were patriots, what has Don Trump Jr. been tweeting out in the last few days? Well, let me see, I've got it right here. Three days ago, if you don't yet own an AR-15, you really need to think about that right now. <coughs> Excuse me. He's also tweeted, you need 30 round mags. <laughs> They're not for hunting. Dan Bongino is coming out saying, Keep your head on the spindle. There's a tax coming. 
they're all warning you of the attack from within. Now, whether it happens today, I think something will happen today. They won't let this go to waste. Will it be big or small? I don't know. Maybe nothing at all. I personally am going to live this like it's another day because it is another day. And if you live in fear, you are living in Satan's kingdom. If you were born again, you were transferred out of Satan's kingdom into God's kingdom where fear does not exist except for fear of the Lord. And as a believer, we don't fear the Lord because we fear his wrath. We fear standing in front of him and being embarrassed that we knew and we did nothing. There's a lot of video clips or audio clips that I could play to you right now. But I'm not going to play very many. In fact, I might only just play this one. But it's a follow-up to last night's show. Because everyone, just like they pushed Ukraine, 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 everyone has the Ukraine flag. Support Ukraine or you support Putin, who's a bad dude. No doubt he's in the club. It's the inversion. You know, he was part of the World Economic Forum, Young Leaders Group. Oh, but he's fighting the cabal. Yeah, he probably is. Dark delight. I think they're all fighting for position right now. All the world leaders are fighting for position. And they're fighting just like the fake NAR pastors and prophets. They believe they're coming into power and they are fighting for position. But now it's the big thing with Israel in the news. And if you did not catch last night's show, one of the things I featured is the fact that on the Israeli flag, it is not the Star of David. It is a Luciferian symbol. So everyone who's going out and flying the flag, you're flying a Luciferian symbol. And pray for Israel. Yes, pray for the innocent. Do not take sides. I'm going to keep repeating that. Do not take sides in this. You pray for the innocent. And that's what we are called to do in this. That is my belief. Don't take sides because it's a rigged game. Satan owns this world. When Jesus was tempted by Satan, Satan showed him all the kingdoms of the world. Not some of them, all of the kingdoms of this world. That means he has all of the kingdoms of this world. I'm going to play for you a two-minute clip that just backs up what I shared about the Israeli flag. And last night, the same quotations will be in this. I showed you that both the Old Testament and the New Testament have been telling you that it is a satanic symbol in the worship of Moloch. Who do they worship? It's Moloch. And I'm not talking about people who live there 
geographically. Listen to this. Is it in the Talmud? Is there a passage in the Bible about that? Or no? no. Okay. <coughs> You're not really sure exactly where that comes from. No. You got me. Is it nobody knows? <laughs> yeah. huh? I don't know. That yeah. Because I know it's called the Star of David. Yeah. Does that have anything to do with David? No, I don't think so. There must be somewhere. I'm. Uh, I, I do not remember exactly what the association was. Okay. You get back to the Masonic fraternity of Freemasonry. Yeah, their great symbol is G. You you look at the the star on the compass, which is a stylized star of David. In fact, they have the entire star of David in many Masonic temples. Why is that? Masonry is a study of the Kabbalah. Albert Pike said in his book Morals and Dogma that the the Kabbalah is the very basis. Without the Kabbalah, we would not have the thirty three rituals of the Masonic lodge. But the God they worship, the great architect. Oh. Is Moloch. God, star God, called Rimfan, Archeon. All these were names for Moloch. He took up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your God, Rimfan, figures which he made to worship them. And I will carry you away beyond Babylon. And the star of your God, Rimfan, but ye have borne the tabernacle of your Moloch, and Chayun your images, the star of your God which ye made to yourselves, and Chayun your images, the star of your God, and Chayun your images, the star of your God, and Chayun your images, the star of your God. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews, and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. They are not, not Jews, and their claiming to be Jews is blasphemy. But you claim to have a covenant relationship with the God of righteousness. I say you are so-called Jew, you are Satan, masquerading as a covenanted people. You must be exposed, regardless to the consequences. The synagogue of Satan is not just composed of so-called Jews, it's composed of people of like minds that are under so it is comprised of not only Jews, but people under their influence. Or sorry, not Jews, because they are not Jews. If you didn't catch the clip I shared on the show last night about the synagogue of Satan, it is towards the end. If you only catch that, I would suggest it is worth your while. There is something else I wanted to share with you today. And this is a note from my good friend, Michelle Stefanik. Uh, if you know the name, or if you're not sure, she is the oath-keeping whistleblower who was working in the embassy in Kenya that was bombed in 1998. She was the controller of that particular embassy, and she is essentially a forensic accountant. And in 1998, she had found a $44 trillion black budget through the three-letter agencies and when that had been discovered, it was being run through that embassy. It needed to be bombed. By the grace of God, she was out actually on a faith-based one-day trip. <laughs> you can't make it up, folks. 
But we were talking on the phone about a bunch of stuff, and she has some incredible inside information and has military contacts and things like that. And uh, she sent me this note just prior to me recording, but I didn't feel it fit into the show yesterday. So for those of you here on Podbean, you're in for a little bit of a treat. Now, just like that song said, you do have to read between the lines in all of these things. Um, now, she does bring up the quotation that I did of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, and she says here that it's in 1992. It was actually in 1990, and she had a question mark beside that. She did not have the complete recollection. But essentially, the quotation I gave was, you know, America is nothing but a golden calf for them, and they're going to milk it dry because they hate us. They hate our liberty. And that was Benjamin Netanyahu, and that is a real quote. It is really sourced and verified. Actually, I should pull it up really quick for you here. I know I can find it. Um, but da, 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 yeah, right here it is. Benjamin Netanyahu, 1990. Quotation. America is a golden calf, and we will suck it dry, chop it up, and sell it off piece by piece until there is nothing left but the world's biggest welfare state that we will create and control. This is what we do to countries that we hate. We destroy them very slowly. <clears throat> and then, just as some context to this that I did not share the other day, Benjamin Netanyahu employed at the time as a Soviet agent in a covert conversation taped in 19. 90 at Fink's Bar in Jerusalem, a well-known Mossad hangout, taken directly from the transcript of the recording, which was witnessed and has been 100% fully authenticated, shown here the making of the satanic sign 666 at the meeting. You know, the okay symbol sort of thing. So just a little bit of context, and I'm going to read her note verbatim. Hi, Jeff. I wanted to follow up on our telephone conversation today. As discussed, you indicated the clip you provided in your podcast of BB was right from, she wrote, the 1992 time frame, right? Question mark. As we discussed... And I'm going to have to give you a little bit more insight here. Trump overrode providing his son-in-law, Jared Kirshner, an obvious Mossad operative dual citizen with Israel, working in the White House at the right arm of Trump and Trump's daughter, a security clearance. Now, just as a little bit of background to that the military who decides who gets the clearances or not, they essentially do the background check and do approval, did not approve Jared Kushner as a dual citizen with Israel to get the security clearance. Trump overrode that for his son-in-law and provided the clearance. At that point, Military insiders indicate that there was a very clear division in the U.S. military over that move. And then she continues, And what was the name of the COVID PSYOP under Trump? Operation Warp Speed, right? Okay, I can't even make this stuff up. Just this morning, I started to read Madame Secretary, a memoir by Madeleine Albright, 
published in 2003. I'm not even through the first page of the preface. And I'm like, now take a look at this coincidence. By the end of just the preface on page one, <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to share this with Jeff ASAP. So number one, first page, Xi, you know, President Xi of China. Um, of the preface, President Clinton asked if I, Albright, would serve as U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations in, wait for it, 1992, right around the time of BB statement you aired. Just a coincidence, right? Hang on, folks. This is going somewhere. <laughs> so I read on further to second page of preface. I, Matt, Madeline Albright, do think I was lucky to serve a president, Bill Clinton, who saw clearly America's role as a unifying force in a world moving at, wait for it, warp speed. Unifying a world moving at warp speed. Just a coincidence, right? <laughs> nope. He, President Clinton, also gave me the opportunity that no other individual, male or female, has had to serve full terms both as U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations. See, a unifying thing, bringing the world together, warp speed, United Nations. Are you starting to get the picture here? And as U.S. Secretary of State, and when was the August 7th, 1998 U.S. Embassy bombings under the tenure of Bill Clinton and Madeleine Albright, and given the role of Mossad, Albright played. But wait! So needless to say, I have not even started reading the book yet. Just the four pages of the preface, and there is so much I can comment on. But here's just one more to make my point. Fourth page of the preface, and this is a quotation from Madeleine Albright. The most riveting was learning about my Jewish heritage. The saddest was discovering that all three of my grandparents had died in concentration camp. Oh, wait a minute. This is Michelle's words. <clears throat> Are you telling me that three of her grandparents died in concentration camps and she didn't know? Even more so, she didn't know of her Jewish heritage? <laughs> this is beyond believable. An important part of Albright's book deals with the shock of the discovery and the complexity of coping with revelations deeply personal at the moment that I, Albright, was starting out as Secretary of State. And then Michelle goes on to ask, have you read this memoir of Albright? Well, needless to say, I wanted to get this insight directly from her own memoir to you ASAP in case you were not aware. Albright personally testified under oath at the 911 Commission hearing regarding the link between August 7th, 1998 and 911. Of course, the embassy bombing was a forerunner for 9-11. Um, let me just see. I just, no, I think the rest of it is just a, a personal note. But I, I will also say that... Uh, Michelle prefaced the call to me, and, I, and I'm really thankful to her as a friend. And, and a couple people have come forward commending me on my position not to take sides in the conflicts that are going on today. But folks, this plan has been well established, and 
as I said on last night's show, uh, you know, in the movie, it's the few good men, it says, you can't handle the truth. Well, ladies and gentlemen in the right on radio community, you can handle the truth and you deserve the truth, but not just to be told, to be shown. And I'm not going to claim to you that uh, every one of the episodes in this series will be a blockbuster. That isn't my intent. It's going to be to paint a picture for you, to give you understanding, and that has to do with some of the lesser players as well, because they're all filling roles at every level of government, at every level of faith, even agnostics play their roles. And they're all going towards one world order, one world government. Uh, you know what? Actually, I just thought there's one more clip I want to play you. I got to find it really quick. This is a young lady, and I found this on Twitter this morning, and I shared it. There's a whole bunch of stuff I could say about the attacks in Israel and stuff like that. I don't need to dwell on it. But there's uh, this one young lady, and, and I'm just going to estimate she's in her teens and I would say to you that, uh, and she doesn't mention her faith here, but uh, she's got to be born again, folks. I'm telling you, to have eyes to see through the veil as she does. And I know it's just simple research that we've all done, but she is so good in how she encapsulates part of the uh, globalist plan of Agenda 2030 in like two minutes. Um, this girl is brilliant. Listen to this. The group that he provides, the majority of it, can get taken down or severely jeopardized my account. But I don't think I'm wasting my breath. I think it's important because the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group, they have this ambitious target by the year of 2030 of zero kilograms of meat consumption, zero kilograms of dairy consumption, just three new clothing items per year per person. Definitely not applying to people like the Met Gala, the Oscars, the Grammys. Zero private owned vehicles and one short haul return flight less than 1500 kilometers every three years per person all in the name of the climate and this dystopia is all laid out in the future of urban consumption in a 1.5 degree world report so it's not a conspiracy which c40 cities released in 2019 and they have re-emphasized it every year since michael bloomberg he's the leader of the group and he provides the majority of its funding and the association it consists of around 100 cities from around the world some of the american cities on this board they include um, austin boston chicago houston miami uh, los angeles new orleans new york city uh, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and Seattle. Um, and we've seen extreme progress just this year alone as the New York City Mayor, Eric Adams, he announced that the city will place limits on the amount of meat and dairy served by the city institutions, for example, schools that have been degenerate the minds of our youth and prisons so keep them still mentally ill. We've seen the UK ban the sale of new gas-powered vehicles after 2035. We've seen France ban short-haul flights to cut carbon emissions. This reset is a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's more to do with social control than the climate. These globalist leaders will permit you from the ways of living that I just stated, but they will continue flying to their climate meetings in their private jet. The World Economic Forum, they stated in 2016 that you will own nothing and you'll be happy. We see private billionaires today buying up farmland everywhere, and this is to ensure reliance on the government's food supply, and of course, push us away from self-sufficiency. When it comes to red meat, I posted on this briefly that there was this World Economic Forum linked bioethicist Dr. Matthew Liao, and he has proposed the idea of genetically modifying humans to be allergic to red meat in what we call today as alpha-gal syndrome. And we assume also that it's coming from a tick, okay? He's also discussed shrinking the size of humans through eugenics and hormone injections so that we'll need to consume fewer resources. This is anti-human, banning meat and dairy, private vehicles, hurting us into cities, genetically altering our bodies, and degenerating the masses 
will hurt the planet and the people. Wasn't she well-spoken? God bless some of these youth. You know, and because it is Friday the 13th, uh, by the way, I'm going to have a steak after listening to that. <laughs> I'm going to have a steak tonight. I have decided. I'm going to play a song to you that is close to my heart. And uh, I think you should take this song into your heart on this day. Be blessed, everyone. Be loved. And if you can, stay and listen to this. It's not a very long song, but man, this is a, this is a good one. It's called Cry Holy by Salvador. We've come this far by light of day through deserts of loneliness to the sacred place where you know my life and all I've been through the sin in my heart has kept me from you but Father your grace is greater than sin your mercy reigns down Heals me Don't forget we have our Saturday night prayer, narrow, narrow path, 
prayer ministry that happens at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Telegram, on the Right On Radio channel. All are welcome. If you don't think this is a good time to pray, <laughs> I can't think of any better times to pray than what we have right now. So please join us. And I will be back Sunday. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Katie. Thank you to all those who send the gifts and help get this show into the algorithms. It really, really does help. Um, we only need to get like 22 bucks a month. That's it. <laughs> a month. Anyways, God bless each and every one of you. Remember to love your God. Press into him right now. If you haven't chosen Jesus, you'd better consider your ways. The time is now. Uh, it is now. Make no mistake, the time is now. Uh, get down on your knees, choose Jesus, uh, accept him as his Lord, your Lord and Savior. Um, so remember to love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. God bless each and every one of you. See you on Sunday. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.